This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I'm Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido of Fresno, and with me is Joshua Tihi, assistant instructor at Aikido of Fresno, and Maya Salona McDaniel, shodan and student at Aikido of Fresno. I feel boomy. Boomy? What does that boomy, mean? Like a I boomer? Feel like, like my, you're born in the? No, I feel like my voice is booming. Oh, booming. oh, booming! You know what's funny is it sounds really crappy, um, but I think we're just hearing the room because when I edit these, it it's doesn't fine. sound that okay. bad actually. Well, we have a new sort of stu- like uh, I'm going to quote put it in quote studio setup. That's not really, stu- but, but we have a new space that we're recording, so it takes some getting, getting used, used to. to. Yeah, there are, there there are issues we have to work around. So. Uh, so this week we have uh, the not nothing. We're no flying without a flying without no uh, flying without a safety. Flying net. without a safety, but yeah. when you fly, no. Uh, well, you do trapeze, but I don't know what. <laughs> what do you, you say? Just call it flying. Because right? I think people say flying without a safety net. Right? But, why would, say? but why? But why? I mean, I think fly? when you when you trapeze shit, you call you that call flying, it. right? I don't know. Do you not? Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, the man, the greatest man flying through yeah, the Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess shit. I'm going to... Yeah. Anyway, that's what we're doing. We're, we're tricycling without our, our tricycle wheels. <laughs> sounds right. That sounds much more... Tricycling? We're like, we're like three much clowns more, piled we're on we're a tricycle. Unicycling? We're without what training we wheels. Anyway. That's, yes, we've taken, out, we've taken out the training wheel. We have no plan is the, what, what I'm saying. There's no topic. <laughs> right. that's our, those are our there's clown no, uh, There's no... We're just going to be a clown show today. <laughs> There's no topic or anything uh, we couldn't. Maya believes that in the last episode, uh, at some point we were talking about something and we stumbled upon a topic uh, and said, ooh, that'll be good for next week. I swear last week. Now none of us can remember it. Yeah. And we don't want to listen back to the the podcast. So uh, (laughs) you maybe. Well, you know, like... We don't want to listen to it, like, right now before we can't, like, uh, not, like, ever, but for right now. Anyway, so you maybe listen, have just listened to it, and then uh, last week's and are like, oh, you guys, how could you have forgotten to talk about? But we, we I don't think we whatever. said it on the podcast, like, what idea oh, we had, secret. but I think we were like, oh, yeah, we've got, we've already got an idea for next week, blah, 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 okay, you know, okay. you know, real... Well, we don't. Big promise. Yeah, we don't. Well, we here don't. we are. <laughs> Whatever that promise was, uh, we didn't. We rescinded. Uh, but the, you know, but uh, there is always stuff to talk about, oh, and yeah. um, we have just amongst ourselves been talking about this uh, Steven Seagal uh, YouTube video with uh, Jesse and Camp. Jesse, Jesse and Camp, the Karate Nerd. Yeah. And you for a second, I was like, "Wow, rude!" And then I was I like, know, "Oh, that's his channel." Yeah, that's what he calls him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I right. mean, the same way. It's so funny. Uh, so I don't personally think nerd. I I personally think that nerd is not a derogatory thing. I in fact, like I kind of don't trust people who aren't nerdy about something. Totally. But anyway, when you said that, I had the same thing. Like, oh, oh man, all right, dude, that's how you're gonna. But <laughs> anyway. I feel like nerds like one of those things like. If you label yourself or your friends that, it's like totally, totally cool. But like, to just go calling around, right. like calling someone random yeah. that you don't know a nerd, like is like, are they call themselves a nerd? Here's or like, the truth about it. The, the funny thing is, I believe that uh, everybody is nerd, like nerds out about some stupid stuff. Totally. So no matter what, you know, there's people. Maybe really boring you know, people don't. There's some really well, see, this people. is why I say I don't trust those people. Yeah. You got to nerd out about something, even if it's like. 
your crazy job, whatever it is. I, I think, we just happen to be uh, martial art n- nerds. I feel like uh, most people are, you know, like an onion. Like they, they got they got layers, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> most people, that, yeah. Okay, okay. Right, like most people have their little nerdy thing where you go over their house and they've got like some fun right, little like, closet Ooh. with cool shit right, in it right. that they didn't, you know, they seem totally yeah, yeah. like... Just, you know, very, like, regular people. And then they've right. got something that and they're you like, about. How do you have all of these Funko toys right. or whatever? But there are some people where you go over to their house and they open up that closet and it's just, like, like wine. a regular it's amount of wine shoes and, and jackets and there's nothing in there. And you're like, oh, you're not an onion. You're an apple. Yeah, yeah. There's just <laughs> right, apple right, right, all the right, way right, through. Right. There's the, you, <laughs> you peel it biting. and then there's seeds somewhere. <laughs> but Don't just, eat those. But otherwise. <laughs> just the same. All the way, I mean, I guess technically an onion is also just onion all the way through, but, well, yeah. you know, yeah. layers. There's layers of onion. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> this, this metaphor is not doing well for me. Um, oh, so this video, and uh, so, Chris, you have seen it. Yeah. I uh, have seen, like, the little preview window thing, uh-huh. the little previews, and I think I maybe watched a couple of, like, a uh, couple of minutes uh, of the second part today. Um, Maya has not seen it at all, but oh, avoided it like the plague. Knows, um, and so yeah. we could talk about that for a little bit, maybe, uh, sure, just for sure. fun, and then I'm I kind of sure want to talk about that CIA guy you were talking about oh. earlier too. Yeah, we'll talk about that as well. I love the internet in that. Uh, so I'm on the computer a lot for work. I like to have YouTube open, and. Uh, they, you know, if you don't pay for YouTube, they'll just give you all these little ads and different things. And so you always get these weird little things. And I watch uh, mar- a lot of martial art videos, so they always give me, like, the martial art ads. And so uh, this one was, you know, some program that's taught by this ex-CIA agent, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Anyway. So, yeah, let's get, we can get back to that. Uh, it's about, he, he, yeah, we'll get back to that. But okay. let's talk about Steven Seagal first. Yeah. And this uh, this thing. I, the, I just saw the couple minutes where he gifts him the... Uh, Makiwara? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's one uh, of a kind, and he makes sure to sign his name on the back. and yeah. Scrawled and was, in a child's handwriting. <laughs> um, no, you know, it's, it's like... Uh, watching that video is like... like uh, an uncle that you once thought was really awesome. And then you go over to his house, and he's turned out to be batshit crazy. And, and like... You know, you you question whether he was always batshit crazy or he just got that way. And you don't know if you should like him or or you feel kind of weird that you used to like him or he's just a space case weirdo. Like he's just, he's just, he's just, and it's like he says unsensible things and mostly he's stuck on the fact that Gene LaBelle choked him out and told everybody that and that, that really makes him sad. (laughs) Do they talk about that in the YouTube video? They don't say that, but there's subtext everywhere because, so basically what happened, (laughs) if you know what's going on, and this is the way, unfortunately, so much Aikido bullshit plays out where it's like, People get so upset and they publicly talk about this shit all the time. But unless you know what's going on, you don't know what they're talking about. And it just sounds like, oh, I guess there's a fact there. But um, so a lot, So I think it was on the set of uh, Under Siege. It might have been another movie. Steven Seagal and Judah Jean LaBelle were on the set together. And 
if you don't know who Jeter Jean LaBelle is, in, I don't know, probably the 1950s or 60s through, um, I mean, probably the 1990s, the guy was a stuntman on a million f- films. He's called Judo Jean LaBelle because, like, he did Judo forever. I think he's a state champ. He might be a national champ at Judo. Um, did a whole ton of Judo, um, and that's... Uh, uh, like he got really known for that. He's real interested in martial arts, has done a ton of work in martial arts, um, with all kinds of different people. Um, okay, hold on. So I just looked up, uh, uh did Steven Seagal, uh, get choked out, uh, whatever. Uh-huh. And it says, so the first one I, uh, found, uh, Steven Seagal choked out by judo master, pooped his pants. Oh, I don't, I don't know about the pooped his okay. pants part, right. but. I was like, go on, I'm sorry. Well, so basically, go. you know, at the time, everyone had this, you know, Stephen Scott had this reputation of being super badass, and um, and this is like a long time ago, and he was always saying that he was awesome, and then after watching this current interview, I was like, oh yeah, I don't, maybe that's true. But anyway, so apparently Gene LaBelle got pissed off and snuck up behind him and choked him out. And um, <laughs> and then he told everybody that he choked Stephen Scott, because I think Stephen Scott said he was unchoke outable. Um, and That and, just invites... To be choked. Yeah. When you say, oh, no one can choke me out. Yeah. I'd love to know how, I mean, I have have zero, zero doubt that this happened because Gene LaBelle's a wild man. Um, But also, Gene LaBelle's like 5'9", and Stephen Skull's like 6'6", or something, 6'5", so I don't know, he jumped on a chair, or I don't know how the fuck he did it. Maybe he waited until he was sitting in a chair, yeah. But um, anyways, but... I totally believe that happened. And then Gene LaBelle told everyone, or I don't know if Gene LaBelle told everyone or other people told everyone, but anyways, it got known that, like, Gene LaBelle choked him out. Now, honestly, look, dude, if Gene LaBelle chokes you out, you shouldn't be butthurt about it. Like, you should be like, oh, that's you, awesome. You laugh and you go, oh, you got me, man. That's yeah. fucking hilarious. At the very least, you go, oh, dude, uh, he totally caught me. Uh, he, like, sucker, it was like a sucker punch. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. choked me. I, how we were on the set of a thing. I was just doing my job, and he comes this crazy man and tries to choke me like there's a million yeah. ways you can play you can it, spin it yeah right? yeah yeah gene labelle you know so when i was in the in the early 2000s when i was uh hanging out with that community people gene labelle was around and he was at every tournament and, you know the guy looks like a troll like i mean he's just like this thick thick dude like he does with these look like i'm looking bare paw hands and these mm-hmm. bare paw feet and he's just muscled and i mean you know at like 60 or 70 i don't remember how old he was when when uh i was around but he's a scary looking dude and i remember people be like uh, should I go over roll with Gene because I, I think he's gonna hurt me, you know? Like because he just he just kind of had a reputation to like to fuck with people. So like he was a tough old dude. It's it's no disrespect. And so like you know anyway. So so Steven Stevens Gall said several times in the interview how Gene LaBelle is a liar, right? Like and he's bad for martial arts and said this multiple times. Now look, he didn't reference why he's a liar because of course he didn't want to bring it up. But it, it's terrible because also in the same interview Stephen Skull said several times how it's horrible to ruin the reputation of a martial artist and it's like well you don't want anyone to ruin your reputation but you're more than happy to run around ruining other people's reputation yeah. you know and like so I don't know it's just like and and you know the the whole interview is clearly building up towards Steven Seagal wants to be remembered because he's thinking about dying. Now, he didn't say any of this. This, this guy is just... sounds exactly like how my grandpa talks. Sure, this everything. is how old people talk, right? Like, like he's really like built up this people. idea about himself and is so, like, has clearly much hurt inside of him. Right. 
clearly many emotions that he does not deal with and he's an old-fashioned dude and so he has to like make all these strange vague statements that are about other people but they're actually about him and he's scared of dying and he's worried about his legacy and like this is all exactly like sorry Um, sounds very ringing close to home for me yeah but anyway, so clearly the whole interview, like he's kind of getting it. He wants to be remembered for whatever badass shit. So Jesse Camp's brother, I can't remember his brother's name. He says like at the end, because this is the gimme. This is what Stephen Skull wants. At the end of the interview, he's like, what do you want to be remembered for? Ooh, and yeah. so look, this is a golden, this is a golden opportunity to say something great. Stephen Skull wants to be remembered for the fact that his techniques are truly dangerous. Is that what he said? That's what basically say? what he said. I think that, that might be exactly what he said, but it's, it's something to that effect. And it's just like, one, I mean, we're no longer in 1976. Techniques aren't important. Like, it's, it, it's, it's a stupid thing to want to be remembered for. And then being dangerous. Like, dude. What does that even mean? The techniques say, are like, dangerous. Also, it, might, like, 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 is it, he's saying that, He's it's saying different that than he, saying he's saying he's dangerous. Is what right, he's saying. Right. I was gonna say, like, but why didn't he just straight reason, up say he's not saying that he's? Right, well, I yeah. want to be remembered for being truly dangerous. Right. Like yeah. Myself. He, he does. He totally does want that. But he also does want to be known as a a teacher of dangerous right. men. You he know wants what I mean? The like, yeah, part of yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Exactly mm-hmm. right. Yes, mm-hmm. he wants that too. And you know, he constantly so referenced like the our... way that, yeah, the way that I teach things or the right. my whatever. Yeah, yeah, right, right. And so it's it's just like you know, look, look. If you're a martial artist. You're probably not that dangerous, right? I mean, like in the grand scheme of the world, you're really not that dangerous because what you spent your time doing was like wrestling around and boxing, maybe, and and like you know, play fighting with yeah, other play men, play fighting yeah. with other men in pajamas. <laughs> That's then, mostly I mean, what you did. You did play red, fighting, right? And it's the best thing ever. And, and I love it. It's fun, but it doesn't I make play you fighting. dangerous. You know yeah. what makes you dangerous is like hanging out in terrible third world countries that are war struck right. um, and, and you know, doing horrible shit all the time to stay alive. That's what makes one right. dangerous. And with that comes a lot of trauma and terrible shit and like it's hard on you and it's hard on your life and it's hard on your relationships. And like so to be a, you know, fat movie star who like fancies himself a spiritual guru who really did not much more than like go hang out in Japan and live kind of a cool life for a while and then come back here and, and impress people that you do cool shit and then get on get into movies and make a whole lot of money so you could hang out in Dubai. Like, you you really don't get to kind of claim that, you know? And, like, I, I don't know if he started to believe that he was a special forces guy or I don't know what, but it's it's just, it's kind of crazy. It's cringy. Mm-hmm. It's cringy. It's Oh, it's totally yeah. cringy. Yeah. So this kind of gets uh, circling back to the... Uh, the video that I the the uh, little video ad I saw uh, about for the your guy, CIA the CIA yeah. uh, guy. So essentially, it was a uh, and I don't know. I didn't I didn't take notes. I didn't so I don't know the guy's name or whatever he's doing. But essentially, it was a dude say, uh, who says that he was once a CIA agent and uh, he's going to teach you in the next thirty seconds this uh, <laughs> seconds. How, how to survive whatever. Uh, but the thing that I loved about it was like, um, he was like, if you want to, uh, I think it was like, if you want to survive, don't learn traditional martial arts. Like that was his thing. Like it will get you killed. Like traditional martial arts will get you killed is what he said, essentially. Um, and then, you know, there was little pictures of people doing karate or, you know, Aikido or whatever. Um, and, uh, it, it, uh, 
I find that to be silly mm-hmm. because it's like, mm-hmm. well, wh- like what is what is the thing that you are teaching uh, people? And it, it, I would assume it's, it's sort of it's something you know. I would assume it's probably how to shoot a gun or something. That's you know, if if I had to assume again, at a certain point, I just stopped watching it because I I skip skip ad or whatever. Um, but I think there is this idea. Uh, that you kind of see a lot that like um, like traditional martial arts are uh, instill in people a false sense of whatever. And I would say not any more than any other martial art that you could learn. You know? Yeah. I mean... If it's giving you more of a like, I could I could believe that traditional martial arts give you more of a like silly idea about the world, but like the margin is small compared to sport martial arts or what a combat martial. Like, I think if if they are giving you more of a weird diluted worldview, only by a smallish amount. Like, mm-hmm. no, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, I I don't I just you know I could believe that it's more, but like only slightly more. Also, just. What could you teach someone in 30 seconds that's going to, like, no, change right. nothing, and, and nothing. nothing? I don't know. He probably has some sort of video set, you know, like, whatever. I don't know. But Just even that if, statement but, is, like, so, like, but, like that my, puts my bullshit detector but, right the right. fuck off. But even, like, The only thing that you can teach someone in 30 seconds is, like, a life hack of, like, how to make your coffee better or tie your shoes quicker right. or, you know what I mean? Like, shit put like that. Put some orange like, juice in it. Tiny, mm-hmm. right? Like, tiny little things. <laughs> Not maybe maybe he just scares the shit out of you. Maybe, like, he just does something Jump horrific. Scared. Yeah. Like, really horrific. <laughs> And then it's like, yeah, you're gonna die. Like, I mean, that would be. I would. I'd just gladly. The video, just the ad, yeah. gets really serious, and he's like, just accept the fact that one day you are going to die, and that's real. Embrace that's the real void. Talk. Like, that's real talk. I mean, that you would know, be hilarious. it's it's so dumb. I mean, so first of all, like, okay, so he's a CIA agent. Okay, if he is, or let's he just, was a CIA. Okay, agent, he was. Let's say, let's say that's not a lie, right? Because it's really hard to find out who was in the CIA and who's sure. not, right? right? right. Okay, that so is, that is the point of the CIA. So it's a lot harder to say you're a Navy SEAL because you know you'll get a, a team of crazy Navy SEALs who will find out if you were in the Navy right. SEALs, and they, that's totally I mean, accessible that, information. That information is available. Yeah, yeah, but the CIA—that's another animal. Okay, so let's say he was in the CIA. CIA, you could be everything from like special teams and operations, which is like you know killing people, all the way to like analyst. You could be doing yeah accountants and and linguistics, right? Like you could be listening from from an airplane, right? That's I had a buddy who worked at CIA, so he did. He sat in an airplane and listened to people talk, right? Like that's all he did all day. Um, So so it's like your job could be a ton of different things. It could be a ton of different things. So um, and also your job. You know, so I, I've, I've, I've taught a lot of different kind of people over the years. Um, I've taught all kinds of law enforcement. And it, the more white collary it is, the, the dorkier right. and dipshitter they are. You know, like, <laughs> like you know, sheriff's department, a lot of times those guys are, are kind of tough guys. Even even the dipshittier guys are, are kind of tough yeah, guys. Like driving the, around out right. in the middle of nowhere and got to handle shit. CHP like. constantly are tough guys. It's just like they, they have a, a terrible job. Like at state police, right? So like they, they have a hard job, right? And so they do they can do a lot of shit. City police, it, it, it comes and goes. But FBI, I've had two FBI agents and like both just kind of dumb, you know? And, and not that there aren't some hardcore FBI guys out there, but it's just like the more white collar your law enforcement gets, the more you're kind of like, 
well, I don't, I don't know how tough you are. So when you say you're in the CIA, I mean, I guess well, you could be. Like, what t- like, again, you know, this is the conversation I always have with my dad about what's tough. It's like, I don't know. I don't. What, it, 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 uh, it's not even a conversation worth having about, like, you know, who's tougher. Like, you know, it's the thing of you tell, like, I still, like, people know that I do martial arts or that I, like, whatever, have black belt. And, and it's like, oh, well, this dude can really fuck some shit up or whatever. And I'm like, no. No, I cannot fuck some shit up. Like, could I, like, you know, handle myself if I needed to in certain situations? Probably, maybe, I don't know. Like, and I won't know until that happens. Like, see, this is my thing. And it doesn't have any fucking connection to it anyway. The, like, uh, traditional martial arts will get get you killed. Like, well, no, being a dumbass is what will get you killed. And, like... How do you be a dumbass is put yourself in situations that are really dangerous. And in for most of us, that's the only way that you're going to get killed uh, apart from crazy accidents is like by putting yourself in situations that you should not be in and not immediately taking yourself out of them. And so I feel like traditional, I mean, you know, I think he's imagining, oh, if you're a traditional martial artist, you're going to try and karate kick a gun wielding, you know, right. robber, and then you're going to get yourself killed. And it's like, that's just d- d- dumb. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. That really, I mean, you're just a dumb, and I don't think any traditional martial artist, like adult, regular practitioner, teacher, would ever encourage anything like that. Like, I, right. that's just, you're just being a dumbass. Right. And Honestly, I do kind of think that some like more sport martial arts, like non-traditional martial arts, kind of give you a cockier outlook. And so I would counter that by saying uh, they might be make you more apt to put yourself in a dangerous position. Right. Because they give you this more, you're more in the middle zone of like, well, maybe I could do something. Maybe I can choke the guy out. Yeah, because you you do do that in your normal living you know you go to work in quotes you know you go and if you're a professional uh and you choke people out all the time so then you probably go yeah i can choke people out all the time yeah you know or even if it's like you know a uh you're not a professional but you're you're studying it all the time and you do these things that you know make you think that you give you that false sense of uh security um, all this basically to say that my opinion of this is anyone who knows anything is never going to say, I can teach you something in 30 seconds that's right. going to, you know, always <laughs> right. save right. you. It's yes. just, it's yes. just like, you know, the most prepared, awesomest dudes on earth can just walk onto a landmine one day. Right. right? Like, I mean, it's just, it's just the life. It's just fucking, it's scary and crazy and, and luck's really important, you know? And so like. It's a dumb thing to say. This actually fades us really nicely into the topic that we were going to explore today, which is uh, what martial arts or or could Aikido prepare you for at like an end of the world apocalypse situation, um, and how how does that play out? Or how's the what's right? Is that yeah. what we're talking about? I guess yeah yeah yeah. Uh, I mean you know, we're well, talking I mean, about all kinds right, of shit. Right. Yeah. yeah, that was something that we had tossed around. At the In that well, it's a very just, silly idea. Well, but. no, just that idea of, and I think. I have an issue sometimes with these uh, people, you know, so there's a lot of, um, I don't know, whatever you call it, but like tactical training happening now, mm-hmm. you know, people and going out and shooting guns and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And and in a lot of ways, I see that and I'm like, that's not, 
that's no less uh, nerdy, dorky, whatever than LARPing than uh, what Aikido people are doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it's just the the context the of it is is, is slightly different, but. In a lot of ways, it's the it's the same thing. Those are the same people. I mm-hmm. feel like a lot mm-hmm. of times, you know, mm-hmm. um, and I think they would def- they would definitely have they would not like to hear that or say that, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Um, on either side, really, you know. Oh, I'm not those guys, or I'm not those guys. <laughs> I'm but not it's like, like other girls. Yeah, but it's like, well, but you kind of are, like, it, it, because you're just we're just learning a, a skill set. Yeah, that's right. You just learn the skill set. You know, that, that deals with with these uh, certain kind of things. And how applicable that skill set is, is a toss of the dice, right? So, like, look, the more skill sets you have, the more likely that skill set's going to come up on the dice. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah. like, say we had a die 10,000 or something, which is what it would be, you know, mm-hmm. like a die, I don't know, 20 million, something. Anyways, but, and, you know, every skill set's just one of the numbers on that dice. And so, like, you know... You roll that dice and you're going to get whatever, right. you know? I mean, when you're talking about the whole world, you know, if you're talking about like daily life, well, shit, nine times out of 10, you don't have to do anything other than say, hey, Ralph, uh, right. can you return right. my lawnmower? Right. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, that's that's all you got to do. Like, so it, it's just, it's crazy that like people are like, oh, once I get, once I get good with a pistol, then I'm right. really, you know, really going to change the world. My, I'm going to be a Batman. My, my like, techniques are deadly. <laughs> Speaking of, sorry, this is taking me down a different rabbit hole than I thought, but... Oh, that's fine. That's um, what we're, that's all, what we're that's doing. That's what we're doing today. Um, I saw something and, and someone was writing about... Um, uh, the, this person was writing about how we need to change Aikido training and what's mm. important, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And they were talking about how we need to get comfortable with violence because the only way you're ever going to be able to handle a difficult situation mm-hmm. is to get more comfortable with, with a violent thing happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, we're all scared of that. And so, like, we got to get through being scared of that. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't have any kind of problem with that statement, like, like as a blanket statement. Like, yeah, like, that is how you build skills mm-hmm. is to get comfortable with something that you were uncomfortable with. I think the difficulty is, like, especially for regular people, like, the point of something violent and unexpected happening is that it's violent and unexpected. Correct. And so even if you're training, like I'm thinking about this right now, and even if you've trained to get surprised by something, or even if you go so far as to say like, sensei, like track me down and surprise me in the street, <laughs> track me you know, down. test, test, <laughs> test my skills, you know, like just because you did well in that situation or didn't do well, or you did it a few times and you're like, okay, like, think i'm ready now like like in order to not be surprised you have to be on guard all the time and Mm -hmm. we all live lives that like don't allow us to be on guard all the time Mm -hmm. and so like i just i can't think of a way that like in a real life situation you're not just gonna be surprised and be a little scared and you know i mean i don't think that's the point is that like of course you're gonna be surprised and scared but like i think for some people there's this idea that you can get let like let go of that completely or like not have that happen mm-hmm. and it's like that doesn't seem realistic that you're not going to be a little little bit scared shitless in a crazy situation right. of course and, you know, i think like, there are i think that like there are situations that that does happen uh because i think like people may be in war zones or like if you're in jail or right. whatever like in right. situations where your life may be at peril all the time you literally uh, become on guard right for seven and what ends up happening is that you don't you don't you don't function properly anymore 
And then you have to spend a bunch of time re sure. relearning how. Yeah, to that's what happens. Whatever. Um, but I think it's funny because I feel like so much of any conversation that happens, like people love to just throw out blanket statements and can't uh, don't understand that like multiple things can be true at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, because hearing you say that, you know. You say you agree with that statement that we need to have violence or introduce, and and I would agree with that because I do think that there's something like about being experiencing a violent attack um, that you need to be able that you need in order to sort of uh, to get over a, the a, the sort of initial fear response or whatever that that people have. So that's cool. I think that's a true statement. But to pretend like that is the answer to everything isn't really it either. You know, like yeah. th- that's not really going to that's not going to be the deciding factor in you know whatever happens, especially if it's some crazy situation that you're not expecting. It's like all the time, you know, you tell people you do martial arts and they're like, uh, "What would you do if I tried to punch you or whatever?" And I'm always like, I, I would get punched because you were my friend. Like, I don't understand. And I've probably said that before, but it's 100% true. And every time it happens, I have that same thought, which is like, well, nothing because that would be a situation I would not be expecting you to punch me because we know each other. Yeah. You you get good at dealing with the kinds of things that you face every day. That's that's everybody and everything, right? So if, you know, you're you're off in a war zone, then you you get good at handling war zone shit, right? Like, you know, making sure people aren't around the corner to shoot you and and uh, looking for booby traps. And this is the kind of shit you get used to because that's what you got to do all the time, right? So because you get good at the situations that you're in all the time all of us feel scared that we aren't very good at handling ourselves in violent situations because we don't handle violent situations all the time right so like we don't have the skill set because we don't go into those situations we don't live our lives that way all right so if you want to get good at that shit you just have to Go live in the dangerous situation. You know what I mean? There's no trick. And that's why yeah, I think everyone thinks right, it's a goddamn right, right, trick. Right, right. But it's like, no. If you survive living in a terrible situation, your odds of surviving terrible situations will improve. Because, you know, as you resist, you know, or get lucky through the first seven or eight assaults you're in, right? Then, like, then after that, you kind of put some shit together and you're less scared and you can think more. And you can, you know, and that's that's what happens until you're really good. And then the cost for that is you're all fucked up because you've had a bunch of trauma in your life that you couldn't deal with at the time because at the time someone was trying to kill you so you couldn't process it and talk to your mom or your therapist or whoever the fuck it is you talk to, right? So so then you're fucked up, right? And then you try to live a peaceful life again, but you're fucked up. And then, you know, a, a, a group of people manage to make it through that and then we all go, wow, how awesome they are. And and, and that person is awesome. They can handle war zones. But if you want to be them, you got to go live in a war right, zone. Right. You can't study from Steven Seagal and, and get awesome. It's just not the way it works, right? Like, And so what you should try to do is understand what your daily fucking life is and be able to handle that. Right. Like be able to not freak out about like your neighbor being a little grumpy at you or whatever shit goes down. Like can I navigate the world I 
live in. And that's how you become a badass because you you navigate the world that you live in and you're a badass for your world instead of trying to go pretend you want to live in another world. Yeah. I think the difficulty is is there's a lot of people and I understand why this is that that are really worried that the world's going to change majorly really soon and because of all the scary shit that's always happening, you know, constantly and I think we're really exposed to news and like global stuff and so we're like we feel that any second, you know, the government might break down or, you know, Russia might attack us or whatever the hell. Um, and people go like, yeah, but like the world's going to change all of a sudden. So I have to get ready for that world. Mm-hmm. But what's really hard about that is like there's a million ways the world could change and you can't predict all of, you know, you can't predict zombie apocalypse and a sure. nuclear apocalypse sure. and, you know, um, uh, you know, any other kind of pandemic or, well, we just went through one, but that <laughs> a crazier we, we pandemic, you know, or, for. like there's just a million things that like a million things that can go wrong, oh, yeah. you know? Yeah. And like you're going to chase down every single, you're going to spend your entire life chasing down every single horrible future well, and miss right. the, the world and that I you're mean, living the, in. The truth about that is... Uh, if that like why why would you even want that? Because like no one who's studying a, a martial art, uh, like has has the time to really to really do do that. It, does that make sense? It's like if if that's why you're studying martial arts, you're doing it wrong. You know. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think most martial arts get martial artists get this. Like, I mean, I think most martial artists are like, I'm doing it because I like to roll around the round, around yeah. on the ground, and it's really fun. Man, and- I wish I could agree with that. I don't know if that's true or not. I mean, I think th- there's fortunately a good number of people like that. But man, I do think some people. It's I just got done dealing with all these internal martial artists, you know, and, and I've got a whole bunch of comments from these guys, and they're just bat shit you know like like i felt for a long time like i shouldn't say i'm kind of grumpy today but i felt for a long time that i shouldn't talk about the truth of this stuff but it's like it's so crazy that it's like we just should it's it's no different than flat earth you know it's it's really Mm -hmm. just as nuts and i see the things they say and i'm like you really think because you pretend to fall down for some dude who chi blasts you, and other people pretend that you can chi blast them. That you're learning something, and you really do think that, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. or at least you are fronting that you think that. It's like I don't know if everyone gets that they're just having a good time doing martial arts. Like, yeah, you think there are some people that that believe uh, that they're they're learning to uh, harness some magic powers. I sure. read I read a comment the other day from one of the Facebook groups that I'm in and someone was like, "Yeah, um I can uh lift a thousand like leg press a oh, thousand pounds dude. and then sit and say on my legs will be, you know, virtually unaffected and I can do skin breathing and I can and skin like, breathing, like yeah. they, they can lift their arms up by breathing into their abdomen. Just like all this shit that it's just <laughs> like like bro like so yeah i mean like i think you have to sometimes the uh, claims are, are on another level uh take out and this is a, a in another issue because uh we live especially because uh we are so connected uh that we tend to live our lives on in a, a little computer box uh and so i think sometimes you have to take outside you have to take out what some people are saying if they're saying it online, because who the fuck knows who these yeah. people are? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, now, if you came, if someone, if you were sitting at a, across the table from someone and they said something like that, I'd be like, wow, okay. But who knows why people 
you know, people you say You have to a remind yourself that, that these people are the grown-up versions of, like, the friends that I'm sure we all had growing up that were, like... Still have. Uh, you know, at night, I get whisked away to another world where I go, <laughs> and, I, and I do magic. I turn into a wolf. I turn right, into a wolf right, at right, night, right. or... This um, calculator is a time machine. <laughs> it's on loan from the government. <laughs> My mom works for the CIA. You, you're saying those way too well. <laughs> I had a friend who was a... Uh, uh, what was that guy, uh, what do you call it? A, liar. a compulsive a liar. liar. Oh, yeah. Compulsive I had, liar. I had one He'd of just lie too. all the time. Yeah. You know? And so, yeah, I got lots yeah. of stories from yeah. that guy. Yeah. Um, I, com- I commune with fairies in the middle of the night. Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah, why so, not? Yeah. I'm, I'm a vampire. But Yeah, so if you think about that, then it doesn't, then it's not too far of a leap to get <laughs> to have people who, you know, who might think, like, yeah, man, I'm really learning this. Or at the very least, would go like, the sensei I'm training with. He can do crazy stuff, and I know because I felt it. Uh huh. You know, and and that to me, I think, could be a very real thing for some people who maybe really need to really need to have that dude who can do incredible things. things, Yeah. And then if you do, if you have felt it, uh, then of course you're gonna want to share that with all the yahoos who are who are talking trash about your. Sensei. I, you know, I mean, I just don't know. Like, I don't know. Because, like, so, so you know, as a kid, I had a shitty life. And, uh, and I wanted to escape, right? And so, like, I was into, like, you know, sci-fi and all, you know, all that kind of shit. I love all that shit. And I'm, I'm nerdy. I still like it. Um, but, like, as I got older and I developed better skills to deal with the world, I really didn't need that stuff as much. You know? Like, I just, you know, m- m- life was more enjoyable to like deal with it as it actually was and so right. i didn't need to put that crazy lenses like on aikido stuff to me yeah i don't know but um you know like yeah but 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 so like so i don't really know what to say because it's like well man maybe i'm being an asshole saying like that stuff doesn't exist because you know there is some kid who's been getting the shit beat out of him every day by his dad and his hopes that one day he can get a secret power that will keep his yeah. dad from smashing his head is useful you know and so so i could see that that it's like Taking away that kid's hope is really a bad thing to do. But at the same time, like, false hope is also a mother, right? Like, It's funny because didn't we just have the other side of this conversation the other day, like, like four podcasts ago, about how it's shitty to shit on people who, um, or, you know, it's not good to go in and be like, I'm demystifying everything and let me mm-hmm, show you the real mm-hmm, shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Here we are on the op- yeah. opposite side of it. Yeah, more of a cynic today. Well, I, guess, I think but... that's like, but I think that's the balance of it. Like, I mean, I think that's the, and and maybe the whole point of this whole thing is like, that's that's the sort of the the sort of trick that we're all playing, which is trying like realizing that like, look, none of us are doing this uh, for ultimate survival. Like, right? We can't. Right. Now, at the same time, uh, you know, we want to believe or have a sense that that we're getting something out of it that will be useful that could be useful at some point for blah 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 and and because it's a martial art it's a, for martial purposes you know so it's like this this kind of balancing act that we do um where it's like look we know the real way to figure this all out is just to go do some crazy stuff and get a bunch of but but who has the time or the want or the death wish to do that stuff Right. Nobody. So we've come up with different ways. Uh, and then unfortunately, we all argue about the different ways that uh, my way is better than your way right. Of, right. Of, of getting to this thing. And it's like, well, who knows whose way is better? I mean, 
if you listen to this podcast, you probably have a, a general sense of how we feel about certain things. But, oh, yeah. We, um, do, we, lo- we do a lot of horn tooting over here. But I feel like, uh, you know, it's all coming from a similar, a similar place. And it gets tricky also when you put in a lot of, like, different things, like uh, old people egos and uh, need to make money or want to make money and, uh, you know, um, need to follow the newest trend or whatever other things that can come in. Those all kind of uh, muddy the waters of what of what we're doing, you know. Right. Um and unfortunately, it just makes it harder to talk about the the actual truths of uh, a martial art like Aikido or whatever. Yeah, it's hard not to let the, all those other ideas about the world and about the martial art um, how to n- not let them skew the actual conversation about the nuts and bolts of the martial art right you right, know? right yeah that's real challenging because you know like to me it's it's uh, important to like make sure that your martial art is doing what you think it's doing um but at the same time then not make that to be a crazy you know like oh i'm i'm now prepared for mm-hmm. you know anyone right right it would it, it, it yeah yeah i have many examples but at a certain point it's like ah, people people can come up with their own examples I'm sure everyone has a million of their own examples of these kinds of things. Um, And, you know, I think it's hard with traditional martial arts, too, because uh, with traditional martial arts, it's like there is no... Okay, so with sports sports martial arts, uh, there is a built-in goal. Right. Right. A little more honest because of that. Right. There's a built-in goal. There's a thing that I'm striving to get to. I want to be better so I can do this sport and compete or whatever. Even if I'm not competing, that's like the... It's there. It's built into the thing. But with traditional martial arts, it's like, what are you doing this for? Right. Yeah. Um, and, And, you know, I think for a long time, I'm doing this to become deadly. I think that was like a, a... That was how it was pitched. Right. Yeah. And so now we have a bunch of people who think that they're going to become deadly because that's how it was pitched. Right. And it's like, but that's not, that's not truly why you're doing it. And, and looking back, I mean, was that really ever truly why anyone did martial arts? Yeah, it's like um, the... You know, the, like... Uh, a, yeah. The aesthetic and the, like... Um, the like legend of traditional martial arts is built so strongly around like um, like myths and legends, like mm-hmm. that you know this was how it was in the olden days, and we're practicing the secret ancient art of blah blah blah, and like we've just solidified that more by adding more legends of the nineteen sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties. Like we've just added onto that stuff, and mm-hmm. so when people practice traditional martial arts, they're kind of like I'm entering into my own you know, like fantasy mm-hmm. myth experience. And I'm going to, you know, like all the movies, I'm going to have a training montage and then I'm going right. to be fucking awesome, <laughs> right, you know? Right, right. And even like, you know, like the things that we like, so even like, you know, Judo Gene choking out uh, Steven Scott, like that's in it. That's its own sort of legend myth kind of making thing right yeah where it's like who really knows what happened right i'm sure maybe there is a definitive story somewhere um but the truth is probably somewhere in the middle of of the whole thing 
Um, and I yeah. bet the truth is Gene LaBelle just choked the shit out of him, and he was real embarrassed. Do you think Steven Seagal shit his pants, Did though? Did he poop himself? I don't know if he pooped himself. I mean, I've never shit myself. I've been choked out quite a bit. I've never seen that... anyone shit themselves. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they just hid hid their shit better that, than I, I would have. Because I think if I shit my pants, I'd be like, dude, I'd shit my pants. And it also would seems you really, like... Would you announce it? I think I would be shocked I, that I shit my I, pants. I, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't hide it, because it's like... like I would take it as like that dude fucked me up so bad that I shit myself. Yeah. I also think I think I'd be like, mm, I me. think that I'm if I'm that gonna was, go to the bathroom real quick. I think <laughs> I think that if, if that was a common thing, we would we would know about because people would talk about it all the time. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh my god, I've, I was I've at never this tournament. Before, yeah. Like, dude, like got choked so hard he shit. But then I also, I mean, maybe he was at dinner and he was just full up on food and then dude choked him out. I was, went to this ninjutsu seminar once where they, they said in the advertisement for the seminar they were going to teach me these bowel strikes that were going to make people shit their pants. And I was so stoked. And in oh, three dude. days, three days of seminar, I never learned how to they do never, that. Even, Did they, never they even approach the topic? I don't even think they talked about it because, man, I was all ears. I was <laughs> ready I was ready to learn. Because I was like, man, if I just make someone shit their pants, fight over. Dude. Like, right. How many people yeah. want to fight with shit pants? Shit pants. <laughs> no one would. No one I know. If That's I a fight sh- ender. Yeah, no, I mean, seriously, though, yeah. If I shit my pants, like, I might fight for a while, but, like, the spirit's broken. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. That is that is broken. demeaning. That is demoralizing. Right had, that yeah, will... Like, can't yeah. control your bowels. Yeah, man. And and then after you, you look at them seriously, you go, I'll do it again. And they'll be like, I don't even have anything left yeah, to shit. No, no, it's like, I'll do See, it again. See, if they said I'd do it again, I'd be like, well, come and try it, because I am cleaned out. <laughs> I got nothing left in there. You can't. (laughs) 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 See, that's what we all want to know. Yeah. That's the kind of shit I want to know. That really is the secret. I want to know. I don't even want to know what's the the death claw, the the kill bill thing. The awesomest thing is, look, so so in in order to get good at that, right? Like, you would have to, like... You have an agreement, right? With some training partners, be like, all right, we're all going to shit our pants today. <laughs> all right, hold on. Here's a question. <laughs> this is a legit question. If that existed and you could teach, like, would you, uh, would you make that that thing of like, yeah, I'm going to shit my pants so that I can learn? Yes, absolutely. Yes, dude. I, I, feel I, like I mean, like, especially you. if I'm like... if I'm among friends, you know, and we all know what we're doing. We all know what we're there yeah, to do. Yeah. And I mean, I would get an adult diaper, or whatever I got to do, right? And like, uh, I'm like, all right, you can make me shit my pants, but I get to practice on you. Yeah. Like, okay. My one question would be: would, Are I there mean, any long term health effects on shitting pants? I mean, this is the toss of the dice. You don't know. I'm thinking long term, you know. Yeah, I don't. What I is don't it doing know. to my insides? But, but that's like, you if know, not, then I guess I would join. Right, because to me, that's like, uh, you know, people doing, you know, <laughs> training with shock knives or whatever yeah. craziness. Yeah, it would be the same sort of thing. Like, I'm gonna do this. You may shit your pants. Let's see what happens. Might be something you need to know to do to yourself one day. You know, you're all stuffed up. And you just trump yourself and like, yeah, that's it. That's you a just get out of surgery a school or work <laughs> free card right there. <laughs> I'm I sorry, shit my pants. boss. I gotta go home. I shit my pants. <laughs> yeah, so if one of our listeners know how to do that, uh, you should, please yeah, share, yeah, it yeah, share it with us. Please we'll, uh, send us a apparently video. I mean, don't send us a video, but nin- send us a video. Ninjitsu school. But yeah. That, Man, you know what's funny? I kind of forgot about that till I was talking about right now, but I was like, maybe I should do some research into that because I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, when I was reading it, it promised a bunch of awesome shit. And to be fair, we did a lot of fun shit. We snuck around, a bunch of fun shit. But like, um, that was one of the things, and I was real disappointed yeah. I didn't didn't learn that. 
Interesting. It's funny because now you're on the other side of it and you're, you teach kids and stuff. And so, sure. I, you know, you know how fun that would be to be like, we're going to do all this crazy stuff. <laughs> you know, the kids would be fucking so stoked. I don't think I'd be teaching kids. You can't sh- teach kids yeah. that. Yeah. They you go to can't. school and oh, then, yeah, yeah that'd be. Uh, that would be. Liability. Parent. I mean, yeah. it would just be. What would the, you know, when they, when they oh. brought me to court for like teaching terrible things to kids, well, how would that go down? What would the lawyer say? You know, he'd be like, oh, excuse me, Miss Trine, did you teach these kids to make other kids shit the You'd have to be like, no. And you're like, you have to find out those secrets for $65.99. Come to my seminar. (laughs) You're like, that wasn't the initial, uh, that wasn't the original intent of those techniques. But yes, that may have happened. It's only a side effect. I love where this podcast has gone. Yeah. See, this is what happens. Right right to the toilet. Right. uh, Fly by the seat of our pants. I know. I know. We really need to. So for those listening, if you have a topic idea that you would like for us to uh talk about and if you told us and we didn't do it we're sorry yeah, remind uh, go ahead just, and resubmit yeah, it yeah, send yeah. it again resubmit uh because we're all about that but it's just sometimes you know we have to do this every week and so and it's hard you know. too because it's like you know they, they come in in all kinds of different formats right, right. and some of them i don't look at all the time right. and and then they also come in at different times so it's like you know i'm i mean this has happened to me more than once i've been at a party been drinking right. and it's I look like, at my phone and one pops up and I'm like, like that's a great idea right. and then pff, right. gone blacked out now. yeah that's it gone <laughs> anyway so uh, if that if that if that is you for whatever reason uh, send us it to us again because uh, we always need things to talk about yeah. and if there's something specific you want to hear us ramble on about or I mean you maybe just really dig us going off the cuff here and where we end up. I feel like everyone's going to be like, great episode, man. And then no one's going to send us best, <laughs> best ideas. Episode. And it's going to be like, do it again uh, next. Really consistently when we think the episode sucks, uh, that's when everybody's yeah. like, that was good. And so at first I thought, oh, we can't judge our episodes. But then I started thinking that maybe people are just trying to encourage us through those bad ones. <laughs> Everyone knew it was a turd. Everyone knew it was a turd. But they're like, wow, I need to call these guys and not let them get discouraged. They still do some more podcasts. <laughs> Maybe I like that's that. true. I like, they're like, that one was good, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it up. <laughs> Keep hang in there. Hang in there. Eye yeah. on the ball. Eye on the ball. <laughs> uh, so here's a question. Yeah. Uh, going back to Steven Seagal. Mm-hmm. Um, a, would you suggest people watching uh, those videos for whatever reason? And B, uh, how do you think that portrayed... I keep well. So here's a question. Actually, was it clear in the video? Did they make it clear in the video what it is that uh, Steven Seagal is known for, other than just being Steven Seagal? What do you mean? Like you know what I'm like. Uh, so did they? So because I I think that there are probably a lot of people who know who Steven Seagal is, but maybe don't necessarily associate him directly with Aikido. They, he's just a martial art hmm. guy. Maybe that's right? true. And so did they was, Did they talk about... I'm just wondering, like, did this make Aikido look good, bad, oh, different? Like, well, whatever. I and, mean... So, like, did they mention Aikido specifically so that you could extrapolate, like, ooh, this maybe is... Maybe they didn't. You know, it's funny. I, I honestly can't... Because, I mean, I just know he's an Aikido guy. Yeah, so yeah, he yeah. could have said Aikido 30,000 times and, and I would have yeah, even yeah, noticed yeah, yeah. because, of course. Um, he did have a uke. He's got, oh, he's got this professional uke. Oh, okay. 
This guy's probably going to be good. Oh, um, yeah. He's got to put up with Steven Seagal's bullshit. But uh, I think I think he's like Eastern European or something. And uh, uh, he took took nice uke. Yeah. Um, but uh, he's got he's got the, the uke just travels around with him. Well, that I mean that's great. That'd yeah. be awesome. I mean it's, it sounds a great how, job for this kid. Yeah. Man. How much would you have to be paid to do that job now? Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm broke, so uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm a pretty reasonable guy. 30, 35000 a year or something. 35000 <laughs> <laughs> No. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I could take in it. In this economy? Right. I, just, I mean, I just so that's don't know a, if I, mean, I could take it. We're, we're getting up in our, our ages now, and, and that doesn't seem to well, be... That seems to be like a, a young person. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, not even physically. I mean, I'd probably have a hard time taking it physically these days, but, uh, but like I would have a hard time emotionally and mentally right, taking right, it. I mean, right. I just think I'd be, ah, are you, are you serious? Are you serious? I this wonder if that guy saying. gets paid a whole bunch of money. But he doesn't. I bet he does it for the love of Aikido. I was that kind of dipshit once, you know, like that's, that's, that's the, you're into it, man. You're And into look where it. you are now. Sure. A broke Aikido sensei. Yeah. Here, uh, so here's the other. Here's, but he has a podcast. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I do. That's and a, right. a YouTube channel. Uh, so here's my other question. Um, so Steven Seagal, the the end sort of whatever of this whole thing is that he wants like his uh, techniques are dead. Like whatever. Or he wants to be known. That's what he wants people. To he know. wants to be known as a guy who teaches dangerous. dangerous I think it was dangerous. Dangerous yeah. techniques. Yeah. Who is he teaching them to? I don't know. I mean, if you ask him, I'm sure like special forces and Russians. Yeah, I don't know. Because that's a, every. Uh, that's the only time I ever see him. No, I don't follow him around, you know, because uh, I don't. He wouldn't pay me. But, um. Yeah. Anyway, good conversation today. I feel like. We'll see. It went all. It went like uh, in this weird little squiggly line, but I liked that. I felt like that was really refreshing and fun, and you know. Zesty. And we brought it back uh, to some sort of. Uh, are we now justifying the podcast? We just no, did. no. Like that was a genuine <laughs> reflection. I, I just, I liked it. You know, your podcast uh, maybe has gone a little long. I don't know what our time is. When you're able to reflect back on the podcast, yeah. yes, it's, it's, a, it's a 53 minutes. We oh, should be okay. done with this guy. Yeah, let's go ahead and thank our patrons. Uh, well, no, do we want to make our Ooh, announcement? We got to make our announcement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we I have an, an, an actual, actual announcement. So, so Tommy Siv, Tommy Siv, who's one of our uh, longtime patrons and listeners, he um, did a fantastic. Oh well, he did a terror. A sad thing happened, and then he did a nice thing with the sad thing. So Tommy Siv. Bought tickets to Combat Con. Oh, wow. Yeah, Very he's nice. come to Combat yeah. Con to hang out with us. But he unfortunately didn't realize that his wife, I think, had planned a wedding. Someone had planned uh, yes. a wedding so, that yeah. same day. So he's not able to go to Combat Con. His wife is like, uh, it's, it wasn't her, his, I mean, there are It wasn't married. their wedding. So it was someone, okay. Yeah. Anyway. No, somebody like a friend's yeah, yeah, wedding, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, so yeah, he's yeah. got to go to this friend's Something's wedding, right? Something's happening yeah, 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 he yeah, can yeah. no longer make it to Combat Con. Right, he can't go to Combat Con, right? And so... He very generously um, offered up his combat con tickets. Oh wow! Um, to whatever we wanted to do with them, however we want to, yeah. And so, what I think we should do with them is, if you're one of our uh, Patron. listeners, patrons, a um, listener or patrons. All right. Well, let's do patrons first, okay. and we'll see right. where this list goes. Right. My gave us a May first deadline, so okay. we got May first. No. All right. So, if you're one of our patrons and you can go to combat con, which is July twenty second through the twenty eighth. Yeah, let me look it up and, and okay. And, That's but. a pretty short time. Sorry, I'm looking at the dates right now. That's like a week in like May first. Like, yeah, it's only like 
seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, well, like people twelve should, days. People yeah, should get be on able it. to know. Yeah, two. Let's give two weeks. Go a full two That's weeks. Two okay, weeks, right? May third. May third. Okay. May third. Okay, so by May third, what is May third even a podcast day? It's a Tuesday. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So by May third. You have to let us know that you're able to go to Combat Con. And Combat Con is uh, July 21st through the 24th, 2022, and that is in Las Vegas, Nevada, USA. Set the uh, flamingo. Right. And you'll get a uh, full pass to Combat Con. Um, you'll have to buy your own room. You're on your own for that. Um, your own uh, way to get there. Yeah, your own way to get there. Yeah, but but you will have tickets to all of Combat Con. I think it's like 250 bucks or something. So yeah, for the... That's, yeah. Uh, $250 value. Yeah, yeah, it's like $250 value. So anyway, so let can, us know. Uh, we'll hang out with you. Yeah, we'll hang out with you. a little bit, you know. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, we'll be in Vegas eating hot dogs and shit, so... Uh, um, and then, I like yeah, that I so, go to Vegas and I think of eating hot yeah, dogs. I'm like, oh yeah. Once, uh, so dogs. once, once the May third <laughs> deadline uh, yeah. passes and we have sort of a list of people who we who can can go right. and would like to go, right. then we'll figure out a way of how we choose. Them. Right. So and we're, we're if, saying patrons. Patrons. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, right here's how here's how they say we should do it. So if there's only one person who can go yeah, and wants yeah, to go and lets us know, you get it. Okay. If there's multiples. Then we'll put them in a hat or some shit. Yeah, we'll draw yeah, names. We'll, we'll right? draw a name. Yeah. Okay, but if it's no one by May third, then we'll just open it up to everyone else. That sounds right. Great. So anyone yeah, else can perfect. just contact. And us you can and always. Uh, this is a perfect time to join our patron. I mean, you can donate one dollar. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. One dollar. And you can cancel. You it after can that. totally you yeah can just, just sign just, up you know, just to do this. We just want to get people like engaged. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. Messaging yeah. us. So and, so yeah, let us know. So but make sure that you can go because it would be a bummer to give you the tickets and you can't. And then we would have to redo it again. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Very good. So uh, our patrons, we love them, and this is why we're doing these cool. They and apparently they love us. This is really great. Uh, so who are they? Uh, and, and just read them off, and then we'll laugh. Okay. <laughs> and then we'll laugh. We'll laugh because we're that, not that's at what them, happened. but with yeah. them. Uh, thank you to Danielle Penzuti, Kwang Ding Chen, uh, Jim Sullivan, William Glenn Hunt, Spain Abney, Logan the Buffooner Heinrichs. Mm-hmm. Adam Nicholson, Matt Whalen, the Dirt Wasp Podcast, mm. Naga Me, Naga You, Oh, I Wonder Who Threw Who, nice. I, I Cool Doka. It says... <laughs> See? I told you we'd laugh. It says, since two years, weird how it does and does not feel that length of time, started listening in undergrad and now in postgrad. Whoa, oh, wow. Well, all right. Way to go. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Stop the buffoonery Seagal. <laughs> Love that. Uh, Yarrow assistant to the regional manager yeah. Majorana. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Ampersand, Brooke Ferragamo, Ben Bear Wrestler Aldrich, Tommy Siv, Francis, special thanks to Tommy Siv, yeah. uh, Francis Cordon, 10 sweaty UKs stinking up the mat, and if one sweaty UK should accidentally splat. Um, also, y- y'all ever have the experience of stepping in someone's pedal- puddle of sweat on the mat? Yeah, oh a, yeah. Like a, I, I feel like unless you've done martial arts, it's just like something that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. But if you've done martial arts in the summer, all the time. Anyway, fun times. Uh, Dave Dewberry, Sentient Center, Barrett Lippy, Sam Sulian, O'Con, Ayrton, Randy Stewart, Hillary Jones, Constantinos, Andrew, Fran, Sometimes I Pay Attention, Martinson, Brian Crowley, Lisa Klein, Sharon Okada, Christopher Aceto, Matt Mumford, GT, and Lenny Acuna. GT. Yeah. I, like, I like it. I like um, it. Okay. And so then uh, over the next uh, four weeks as we're doing this, anytime we get a person who lets us know, blah, 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 blah. It's, only, it's only two weeks. Two weeks. Well, so, right. So, okay, yeah. yeah. Right. So over the next two weeks, uh, we will announce their names on this so that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll announce your name. So we you so look yeah here this is important because so we'll put you we, we mess up a lot of things so if we don't announce your name 
make sure you hit us up again, yeah, right? right? So if you tell us and you don't hear it the next week. Yeah. yeah, we just set up this whole podcast going like, we can't remember things week to week, and then yeah. we're like, we'll yeah, totally we're get your name right and put it on our list, but we will. If, if you don't we'll like, also, you don't have to have your name announced oh, if you're it could not just, into that, right, so it, it could, could just, just be, be like, you know, uh, anonymous. Anonymous, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. Or that's, less, fun that's less fun for everyone, but you know. Yeah, Nick, oh, you could do a nickname. Yeah, fun nickname. Yeah, we love nicknames. Yeah. All right, I think that's everything. And, yeah, and then, but so if they do a nickname. Oh, so but they'll tell us our real name. Yeah, yeah. and then well, we the, can okay. just say, you know, uh, yeah. the buffooner the buffoon, says, yeah. Yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, um, we all know that that's uh, Logan Steve, Heinrichs. Oh. Oh. That's Steven Seagal. <laughs> <laughs> what if Steven Seagal has won tickets to Combat Con. <laughs> Steven Seagal is going to become a patron, apparently. <laughs> that sounds good. I don't think yeah. he'll do it after this yeah, one. Yeah, not after this one. No, yeah. He, well, I feel like he probably holds a grudge. Yeah, burned my burned my so, Steven Seagal bridge yeah. right there. Yeah, probably. All right. Too bad. Uh, <laughs> until, ne- <laughs> until next. Until next. Too bad. <laughs>